0: Hey there, gang. This is Throwback Thursday. You're probably not listening to us Thursday, but I'm recording this and sending it out on a Thursday. So, what we have here is the Dead Marshes that I'm running through for Lord of the Rings, the card game. Doing a good run so far, and truth be told, I got through the first four just fine because I played those quite extensively before. And then I got to the Dead Marshes, and then it kind of tapers off. I don't even remember. actually playing this so we're gonna figure this out for the first time again I think I own a lot of these uh, uh, scenarios and stuff like that I've just never played them so I just collected them so but this is why I'm doing this and we're just gonna go through it together and figure out uh, how the dead marshes will operate so again like the other previous ones I'll go through the player cards and I'm still running the same deck with Billow. Theodred and eowyn is my deck and it's a tri-sphere of lore spirit and leadership and uh the dead marshes it is a difficulty level five so let's uh go through the player cards and see if i'm going to include any in the deck and again in my show notes you can see the deck that i've built and if i removed any cards and added any cards along the way Alright, first card is Boromir, and this is a hero uh, with tactics. I'm not going to be running this, because this is outside my deck scope. But we're going to go through it and take a look anyways. Boromir, he is unique. He starts with 11 threat. He can quest with 1, uh, fighting 3, defense 2 with 5 wounds. Uh, he's Gondor, noble, and he is a warrior. As an action, you can raise your threat 1 to ready him. And then as an action, you can discard Boromir to deal two damage to each enemy engaged with a single player. Uh, He's quite beefy. I I do like that that risk threshold that he does that by taking a threat, you can ready him. So he can defend, and if he's uh, defending as an action, you can just go ahead and ready it. And that's not a once per uh, turn phase. It's like all the time. That's pretty darn sweet. Um, But... Alas, he's not going in my deck because I'm not running Tactics. But this is food for thought, though. Uh, I do dig it uh, right out. Yeah, I do like it. So Boromir is your hero for this pack. And we're going to finish out the rest of the Tactics cards. There's two more. The first one is an ally. Again, Tactics trait. Uh, this is Vassal of the Windlord. It is a creature. And Eagle is a subtitle. Costs one to put out. Uh, doesn't do anything for the questing. Three fighting, no defense, one wound. It is ranged. It's probably not going to help me in a true solo. Uh, Vassal of the Windlord cannot have restricted attachments. Okay, so no Dwarven uh, armor for him. Forest, after an attack which the Vassal of the Windlord attacks resolves, discard it. Alright, so he's just a one shot and done deal. Uh, probably really good, you know, for, you know, multiplayer, because he's got that range aspect, so if someone's getting overwhelmed with enemies, he can come in there and do the three points, and he's cheap, I mean, it's only one, but then one being, you know, it's just a one-time deal, and he's going to go off to the discard pile, and obviously if he does block it, he's not, he's going to go away, but not bad. Song of Mocking, it's a song, this is the first one I've seen, just dedicated for the Tactics. A uh, song attached to a hero. Uh, it costs one to put on to the hero. Action is exhausted to choose another hero until the end of the phase. Attached hero takes all the damage assigned to the chosen hero. Old fat spider spinning in a tree. Old fat spider can't see me. Cattertop, cattertop, won't you stop? Stop your spinning and look for me. Bilbo from The Hobbit. Uh, yeah, it's just a redirect uh, to have all that damage go to the hero. Again, I think this would go towards multiplayer. So, not feeling this here, but I, I can see it. Probably with a four-player game, definitely see value in it. But then again, you think about it too, it's like, all right, he's going to take all the damage. Yeah, so until the end of phase, the attached hero takes all damage assigned to the chosen hero. Oh, so you can just choose another hero somewhere else, and then you can just redirect it. So it's not like everything is just, you're just going to take one It's like a wound soak for somebody else. It's about the best way I can put it. Hmm. Interesting. It's the first song for tactics, though. We're going to go into leadership. Dudane Cash. It is a two-cost item attachment. Uh, You attach it to a hero. The hero gains ranged. And then you can pay a resource and detach this and put it to somebody else. Nice, simple, short, and sweet. Unfortunately, it's ranged. I'm playing single. That's going to move on. I got Dudane Watcher. Um, This is an ally. Three to put out. Uh, She has one for the questing, uh, one fighting, one defense, two wounds. As a response, you can discard Dudane Watcher from play to cancel the shadow effects of a card just triggered. All right. I think this is just an outlet for leadership because I know Spirit has cards that are events that can stop shadow effects. I think it's a will and... A test of will. I think that's the one that actually does that, but it is one of those, so don't think I need it. And for a three costs, that's still kind of steep for an ally. So but I again I think if I was just running like true leadership, this is just a way for that if there's a really nasty shadow effect on uh, making any of these blocks on these creatures that it can take it. Alrighty. Uh we'll go to neutral. This one's a song of battle. There's just only one. Uh, Song of Battle, again, it's a song attachment. It's one to put out and you attach it to a hero and gains the tactics resource icon. I'm really not running that, but uh, I think that's all four now. So you can splash to whatever resource you'd like now for builds. We're gonna go to Lore. Lore is Fast Hitch, and it's an attachment, one to put out. Skill, attached to a Hobbit character. As an action, you can exhaust Fast Hitch to ready the attached character. So, not I could put this with Bilbo, because I am rubbing, uh, running a Hobbit, but he's really sitting in the background. I'm really just using it for his ability, just to draw that one additional card. And the occasional quest, or maybe the occasional one point of damage. So, he's not really going to be doing a whole heck of a lot. But I can tell with this card, and with other Hobbit cards that will be coming out in general, this will probably come up later, and it will be a, definitely a decent card along the way. But right now, didn't make the cut with Bilbo, because I am running him. Uh, the last card for lore is the Sylvian Tracker. She is obviously a subtext of Sylvian. Uh, three to put out, ally, one questing, one fighting, one defense, three wounds. And as a response, after a Sylvan character readies, during the refresh phase, heal one damage from that character. I'm pretty sure I'm not running any of those characters at all. So I'm looking at the green real quick. Eh, River Song. I mean, I can heal a damage from her, but she's only one hit point, so that's that's a pass. Let's see if I got anybody else. Nope, gleo wins Rohan. Uh, yeah, that's it. So this this one also will not make the cut. Nope, it will not make the cut, and that's all right. So, Sylvain Tracker, uh, three wounds, so you're definitely she's definitely gonna be around for quite a bit. And when she readies during a refresh phase, you get the heal damage from a character. Oh, it could be her or it could be somebody else. So she could potentially heal herself too as well. That's not bad. Her stat line is just all ones down the board, though. That's the only thing. It's like eh. Very eh. That's alright though. Move on! We're gonna to go to Spirit and Spirit. We're gonna to go to an event. This is five. And this thing better wow me for five. It's called We Do Not Sleep. Action to the end of the phase. Rohan characters do not exhaust to commit to quests. Uh That's really pricey for what it does. I mean, I do run Theodrid and Ao, and they're both Rohan. But I'm like looking at it, five's a lot. And I I understand I can not make the resources up with this deck, but that's still a lot for two. I mean, and I think that's it. It's only two. It's just gonna be. It's just gonna be on the heroes. I don't really don't think I have any allies. That uh is Rohan. Nope, Gondor, Dudane. Uh, Rohan, Rohan. Eh, well, the scouts. But once they come into play, they're just removing progress tokens. Yeah, I think it's a pass for what it is. I mean, it's five. But eh, it's not wowing me. That's not wowing me for what it is. But if I'm, if I'm building a theme deck of Rohan, okay, sure. I can do that. That's all right. Next, last one is a uh, unique ally. It's called Elfheim. He's a Rohan warrior. Costs four. One to quest, two to fight, two to defense, and three wounds. And while he readies, he gains response. If your threat is raised as a result of the questing unsuccessfully, or by an encounter or a quest card effect, you can reduce it by one. It's not bad. You can put up a fight, can take a little bit of damage, got good defense, and as a side effect, uh, if questing unsuccessfully or, you know, getting boned by an encounter card, reduce it by one. It's not too shabby. I don't think it's worth the four because I'd rather still have... uh, Who do I want? Who do I have? No, it's not the tracker. Tracker because I got fours in here. There's a lot of fours I have in here. Fours and fives. Oh, it's Faramir. Yeah, Faramir's my other four. So, again, it didn't make the cut. That's all right. So, uh, there's some staples in here, but it's just not enough for this progression series for me to actually switch any of the cards out. So, that will wrap it up the player section. So, let's see what I have to do for the Dead Marshes. All right, intro to the Dead Marshes. Um We're going to do a little bit of review here, so the sheet actually has some substantial stuff we're going to review before we jump into the scenario. Uh, After regaining his trail in the hills of Emuen Muel, the heroes have tracked Golem to the Dead Marshes, into which he has fled into the last-ditch effort to avoid pursuit. Feeling that the hunt is coming to a close, the heroes enter the treacherous marshlands, ready to capture the creature alive. So, the new rule for this here is escape test. While playing this scenario, players are at times instructed to make an escape test. These tests represent golems' attempts to escape their pursuit. To make an escape test, the player first commits characters to the test. The character must exhaust to commit to an escape test. Each character committed counts towards its questing strength for the test. After committing the characters to the test, the players may take actions or play event cards. So, there's an action window. If a single player is required to make an escape test, only that player may commit characters to the, he, he controls to the test. Okay, that's easy enough. I'm playing solo. If the party is required to make an escape test, then all players have the option of committing. and then You can just add up the numbers and then deal with the test. Once the characters are committed, a number of cards as instructed by the card text dictating the escape test are dealt from the encounter deck. Many of the cards in this encounter deck have the bold escape value. Any card that doesn't have a printed escape value is considered to have a base escape value of zero. So if you draw pretty much outside the dead marshes uh, encounter cards, they're all going to be zeros because none of them have anything like that on there. When dealing cards for an escape test, ignore all other effects on the cards dealt. Okay, so don't have to worry about shadowing or or you know treachery cards. And once these cards are dealt, the total committed to the questing is compared to the total escape value determine if the escape is passed or failed. If the total of the questing is higher than the total of the escape value, then it passed and nothing's happened. But if it's equal to or lower than the value of the escape test failed, and the players follow the instructions for the failing the escape test from the card that requires the test he's made. After an escape test, all cards dealt for the test are placed into the discard pile. Uh righty, so the example is if somebody draws a Nightfall and it reads, when revealed, the first player makes an escape test, dealing two cards from the encounter deck. If this test failed, place one resource on the Golem and then raise each player's threat by two. And it kind of gives you a spiel on, on what happens. So it, it yeah, it's kind of self-explanatory. Okay, got it. Shouldn't be too bad. Now, I just got to remember, it has to be higher. There's no equal to. And this is going to confuse me with, with uh, like playing with Arkham. So, if it's equal to or lower, it's fail, and I have to do what happens when I fail. Whatever the card says. Alright, so, reset the quest deck. While playing this scenario, players might be instructed to reset the quest deck to 1B. To do this, players take the previously defeated stage stage 1 quest card, return it to the quest deck as if they were beginning that stage. And since the quest deck is resetting to 1B, setup instructions on side 1A should not be followed again. Any progress tokens around the current quest are removed before the quest deck resets. Progress tokens that were on the active location, however, remain on that location. All other cards, including those in the staging area, remained unchanged. Okay, that makes sense. All right, now I got a handle on escape. So, all right, so the story goes into the marshes. This is 1A, the dead marshes. You have followed Golem's trail for days and now closing in fast. The last-ditch effort to escape you, the creature has fled into the dead marshes. Set up. Set up the encounter deck for Golem and add it to the staging area. Shuffle the encounter deck. Then reveal one card per player from the encounter deck and add it to the staging area. All right, so I already got Golem out. Golem is a unique... uh, He is an objective card. If Golem ever has eight or more resources on him, shuffle him back into the encounter deck. Forced at the end of the quest phase... The party must make an escape test, dealing one card per player from the encounter deck. If this test is failed, place two resource tokens on Golem. So, after I'm done questing, wow, I'm going to be strapped for, like, uh, questing uh, characters here. So, I guess you really don't want to put Golem back into the the encounter deck, because then he'll be... I'll have to try to dig him out, and let's not have that happen. All right, so... I already shuffled my deck. Again, we're playing on an easy, so I took all the hard gold cards out and then followed, because I actually owe, own, like, the first uh, Lord of the Rings card game box set that didn't have the gold little leaflet ratings, so I actually had to dig up in the FFG website to get the uh, uh, what cards I had to remove. But the new printings, they actually do have that now, so I actually do own a couple other core sets that do have the gold laminate, but cards are cards, I'm still going to be playing with them. Alright, so will shuffle this counter deck real quick. And i got to add one to the encounter row. There's golem's out there looking kind of freaky with his crazy green eyes. And my encounter card is, it's a location. Uh, the heart of the marshes. It's three on the threat value. You gotta put four progress on it to remove it. Dead Marshes uh, is a subtext, and while the Heart of the Marshes is the active location, all cards dealt from the encounter deck for this escape test gets plus one escape. Cards receive this bonus even if they do not have a printed escape value. Ugh. That's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Yeah, so if it's the active location, all cards dealt from the encounter deck. First escape test gets plus one. So all your zeros now are really one. And then everything that has a value is just adding another one to it. That stinks. All right. 1B. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, said Golem. All dead. All rotten. Elves and men. Orcs. The dead marshes. There was a great battle long ago. Yes. So they told him... When Smeagol was young, when I was young before, the freshest came. It was a great battle. Tall men with long swords and terrible elves and orcs as shrieking. They fought on the plain for days and months at the Black Gates. But the marshes have grown since then, swallowed up the graves. Always creeping. Creeping. Two towers. Uh, there is no special craziness that goes on here. I just got to advance to Twelve. Alright, let's start with the first turn. But let's get our cards first before I do that. So Bilbo, Theodred, and Winfold all have two resources apiece on them. My starting threat value is 26. So, again, 50. If I go to 50, I lose. Or if all my heroes are out, I lose. Or if the encounter deck tells me I lose, yep, I lose. But we don't have that. Alright, draw my 6. Uh, Dwarven Tomb. For snare, miner of the iron hills, Evermore Hammersmith, Fairmere, and Lore of Midgrowlis. Ah, let's do a mulligan. I need to pull a tracker. Give me a tracker. I need a tracker. I mean I could uh, you know I could, you know, travel to the heart of the marshes, but it's gonna make the escapes that much crazier. Alright. One more time, with feeling, uh, a Dwarven Tomb, wine Steward of Gondor, Hasty Stroke, Unexpected Courage, okay, that, that will help, that's a good way to help out, and then Guard of the Citadel, let's start the first turn, alright, start of the turn, I'm going to draw two cards, because I'm always the first player, so I'll get an additional card for Bilbo and my normal draw, so I got four Gondor, and the Laura Imadralis. So, I will play Steward Gondor and I will put it on. Uh, let's put it on. Oof. Well, let's put it on A1. I'm going to put that on A1. Spend the two off of Theodrid. So, A1 will get that and then I'll put the two. Tap Steward Gondor, put two resources on A1 So she's at four. I am going to play Unexpected Courage on, Eow- or on, on Eowyn. i spend the two there. Then I will spend two for Gleowine off of Bilbo Baggins, resources. So Gleowine, uh one questing, nothing else spectacular, cost two to put him out, two wounds. As an action, Exhaust I wanted to choose a player, and that player draws a card. I so, uh, uh, have him hold out. So i got a quest. Right now, I am down three. I will make Ao1 go, and Theodred go. So that'll be five. And Centering Theodred has quested. I'll put a resource on Theodred. So right now I'm looking at five to three, and then I will pitch the lower Maldralis because it's not really helping me out at this point in time because everyone's kind of healed up. So we'll make it six. A healthy six to three. Alrighty. So six to three. I will flip over my encounter card, and it is. Uh Lights of the Dead. When revealed, each player must make an escape card uh, test, dealing two cards from the encounter deck for each test. Each player that fails this test places one resource token on Golem and raises his threat by one. Mm hmm This is a bad one. Not a shadow effect, so Hasty Stroke's not going to help me there. So, all right. Right now it's 6 to 3, so each player must make an escape test, dealing 2 cards from the encounter deck. Right now I'm down, uh, so right now it's 0, so I will spend 1 for Bilbo. I'll make a 2, and I'll tap Glaywine. So there's 2. So I gotta deal 2 cards. And hopefully I beat it. First one is this escape 2, and I'm gonna fail. And the second card is no, nothing there. Okay. So, considering I failed that, uh, each player places a resource token on Golem. So there's one on him, and I gotta raise my threat by one, so I'm at 27. But I did successfully quest, so I get to put three traveling counters on into the marshes. So, three, three down, nine to go. All right. Uh, and at the end of the quest phase, that's where we're at. The party must make an escape test, dealing one card per player. So, as an action, I will ready awen by tapping the Unexpected Courage and use A1. So, I'm pumping four in there, dealing one card per player. So, it's just one. So, right now, I'm up four. And it's a zero because it's a Goblin Sniper. Okay. I think I should travel to the heart of the marshes and just clear out that row and see if I can handle the escape. So I think that's what I'll do. So I'll travel to the heart of the marshes. So that is now my active uh, quest. And uh, we're at the enemy phase. There's nothing to encounter. So I will ready everyone. And raise my threat up by 1 for 28. All right. Resources. Bilbo has one. Theodred has two. one has three. I'm gonna draw my two cards. Draw Gandalf. That could help. And a test of will. So I can cancel, hopefully, a treachery, which I really wish I had that the first turn, but I didn't. All right. Uh, I think it's a little too early yet for me to play. Gandalf, so what I'll do is I definitely can use another blocker. So I'll play the Guard of the Citadel, take two off of Theodorin. So I think he's at zero. Guard of the Citadel, it's two wounder. Uh, quest for one, fight for one. No defense, but two ones. Alrighty. Uh, I think we're good with that. Well, no, because I want to tap the Steward of Gondor, put two more on Aewen. Two more resources go to her, so she's at five. And now we will quest. And I kind of want to bring it home to get rid of the Heart of the Marshes in one swoop. That way I don't have to worry about the plus one on the escapes. So Theodrid will go. And Eowyn will go. So right now, five. And I'll put a resource again on Theodrid for him quest committing to a quest to get to add a resource. So five... And then finally, I don't really have anything with shadow yet, but four gondor is really not gonna help me out either. So let's pitch four gondor and I'm gonna crank it to six. So right now it's six to zero, because so all we got is just golem hanging out there. And I think that's a pretty, pretty good. Six zero. Flip over my encounter card. It is the impassable bog. When revealed, place one resource token on Golem. Uh, for each location card in the staging area. Uh, there isn't any, because I haven't put it down yet. So as soon as I revealed it, that's that's what it is. So I guess I'm kind of glad it did travel to the Heart of the Marshes. It does have an escape value, too, and it's worth 7 victory points. Uh, does 1 to the threat, and then 12. 12. Oh, my goodness, 12 progress on this. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. All right, so 6 to 1. I passed, so I can get rid of the Heart of the Marshes. And I get to add 1 to the Dead Marshes. All right, and we're at the end of the quest phase. So, Unexpected Courage. Already, a ready Eowyn. Tap one, So, I'll uh, be at 4 on the escape. I'm going to deal my 1 card. And it is a 0. There's nothing there. So, 0 it is. So, we have successfully... Question. Now, I got a, I got a main decision to deal with. Uh, to Put out the impassable bog for 12. That is wacky. But it's only one. And I can always qu- travel to that later. So I don't think that's an end-all be-all. I want to try to push through and try to get past 1B of the Into the Marshes uh, progress card. So, um, well... I think I'm going to be good with that. I'm going to leave Impassable Bog there by itself. So before the end of my turn, I will tap Glaywine, and I'm going to draw a card. And I drew a Snowborn Scout. So I can actually... That will help out a little later on. Maybe. Eh, maybe not. I can put it on the Impassable Bog, but I might save him for other bigger fish to fry. All right, no enemies, and phase is good, all, so I'm going to ready everyone. I'm going to crank my threat up. 2.29. Alright, Bilbo. You're at two resources now. Theater's at two. A1's at six. Six resources. Draw my two cards. One for start of the turn. It's a Laura and Mildralis. The ceiling card. And the second one off of Bilbo. Is Stant and Fight. Which, I got not, nothing in there yet. Yet. That can change. Alright. So... Steward of Gondor, I will tap it and put two more resources on Eowyn. Then, do I want to do anything else? No, not really. So let's have Awen go for four. Theodron for five. He'll get a resource, so we get three resources. Uh, and then I'll pitch the Laura Amadralis way and make it 6. So it's 6 to 1. Draw my card, and it is the East Blight. This is 1 as well for a threat. It's a location. Wasteland. One face with the option to travel, the players must travel to East Blight if there's no active location. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to go there first. Alright, so 2 to my 6. That's 4 more. 2 thirds of the way there. Not too shabby. Then I will ready with my unexpected courage for Eowyn. And then I got a quest for Gollum. So it will be at 4. Four to zero. Zero. There's no escape uh, number on there. So right now it is good. Now I have to travel. Unfortunately, I have to travel to the East Blight, and I'm just sloshing around in this godforsaken swamp. There are no enemies. So Glayowine during the encounter phase will tap and I'll draw a card for him. Draw a forest snare in case if there is an enemy. And then I will ready everyone. And I will go to 30. Uh, Where's my threat reduction cards? I have not pulled them yet. Getting kind of worried. All right, Bilbo, you have three. Theadred has four. Uh, I'm looking at nine for Eowyn. I'm going to draw my two cards. uh, Start of the turn. I do Hennemarith River Song. That's going to help out, so I can actually plan ahead. And then draw with Bilbo. Uh, it's a double Hennemarith River Song. All right. So, Bilbo, yeah, you will actually do that. So I will play that. Play the River Song. And what River Song is, is one of the quests, one of the fighting, but only one point of damage. And you can exhaust her to look at the top card of the encounter deck. That's so why I said it was kind of sweet, because that's going to help out. Um, I'll play the Snowborn Scout off of Theatred's, uh resource. And I'm going to put a progress token on the East Blight. One down, five more to go on that. I think we're cool with everything else. So let's tap two for the Steward of Gondor. Get more resources. So now that I can't see Eowyn's face on this thing here I'm going to just say she has a pile <laughs> and then I'm going to have her quest so uh, that's four, red five uh, I'm going to say six with the guard of citadel, he'll go two as well so I got six, right now it's six to one and I think I should pitch a card for my hand. So I'll get rid of the other River Song. Make it 7 to 1. I'll draw my encounter card. And it is a one revealed card. Uh, each player raises a threat by one for each character that he or she has not currently committed to the quest. There's four I have not committed to the quest. So I'm probably going to say a no to that with the test of will. Test of will costs 1, and it's off of Awen. And it cancels the wind-revealed wind effects of the cards that was just revealed from the encounter deck. I don't want none of that noise. Alright, so four, five, six, seven. I had seven go in. Uh, there's one on the threat row. And that's six total. So I'll be able to put one more progress on the main objective and get rid of the East Blight. Questing time. Well... So I do that, let me uh, tap the River Song to look at the top card of the Encounter deck and see what I need to quest with. There is a zero on it. So all I got to do is just send one. It's got to have one willpower. So I'll send Bilbo. So Bilbo with one. Uh, draw my Encounter card. It is a zero. So we're good there. I didn't even have to commit AoN. Look at that. Being effective. Uh, no enemies. I'm not going to use, I'm not going to travel the Impassable bog because I don't want none of that. So, Winder during the encounter phase, will draw a card for me. So, I'll tap him to draw a card, and I do another Unexpected Courage. That will really help out, too, as well. Alright, I'm going to ready everyone. I'm going to crank out my threat to 31. Bilbo with 3, Deidre with 5. I got a whole handful with Aowen. Uh, three, six, nine, ten, and she's at eleven. Uh, I'm gonna draw my two cards. So, start of the turn, Snowborn Scout and Bilbo's card, Miner of the Iron Hills. Okay, I'm gonna spend two off of Aowen, and I'm gonna play Unexpected Courage on Theodred. I heard that's a good thing. Then I'm gonna use the steward of Gondor. Get two more resources. Back on A1, And then... Hmm. Let's go quest. I don't want to overkill this thing here. So A1 will go for... I'm going to make it five. Right now it's five to one. I think I can handle that. Five to one is pretty good. And I always have the option to pitch a card at the end if I want to crank it up another one for off of anyone's ability. So, five to one. Let's flip it. It is Fens and Myers, Dead Marshes. Force, when players travel this location, place one resources on Golem. And this has got escape value of two. Two progress, two threat. All right, so I had five. I should give Theatrid a the resource to be at six. So 4, 5, and I will pitch a card to make it 6. And I will pitch... I'm going to pitch the Miner of the Iron Hills, that's for sure. Yep. Because I don't think there's any conditions yet that I see that's going to really affect me. And not really, really not going to help me on the quest phase. So 6 to 3, that's another 3... So I can advance this. I hit it on the money. And let's go to 2A and see what I need to do. What's the next part of the objective? 2A. After a tiring pursuit through the treacherous marshland, you have cornered Gollum and move in for the capture. All right. Uh, three progress to advance this thing, but let's see if there's anything crazy I got to do. After this stage is defeated, the first player chooses a player. That player must pass an escape test, dealing one card from the encounter deck for each resource token on Golem to capture him. Well, thankfully, luckily, he's only got one. Uh, If Golem is not captured at this time, reset the quest deck to 1B. So it's like all or nothing here. If the final escape test is passed, the players have captured Golem and won the game. Okay, that's kind of cool. Well, this is very thematic. I kind of dig how this is going. Alright, so that was the end of the questing phase. Well, not the end. I still got to do Golem. So, I'm going to tap River Song. Look at the top card of the encounter deck. See what I, what I need to do for the pass. It is an escape three. So, I got to have something going on here with this. So, I'm going to ready Eowyn. And then tap a1 so I can actually meet that objective. So, Eowyn will go for the, the escape test. It is three to four. So, we're good there. Uh, traveling. I don't want to travel to the Fens and Meyers. That sounds bad. I don't want to put resource tokens on them. So let's have it go at that. I'm going to leave the Fens and Myers out and leave the Impassable Bog out. During the encounter uh, phase, if there's any enemies, I'm going to draw a card off of Glaywine's ability. I'm going to do an Emerald Hammersmith so I can dig out some attachments. I'm going to ready everyone. And I'm going to put my threat up to 32. Bilbo with four. Dead red he has seven resources. Eowyn, four, five, ten, eleven. Let's see. Five, nine, ten, twelve. Twelve. I think now is a good time to bust out a Gandalf. I'm going to draw two cards. Start of the turn. Test of will. Bilbo's card. Sneak attack. I see better. Sneak attack with Gandalf. Okay. I think I'm going to be all in on in on this one. I think I should be kind of aggressive with this. So it is questing time. I'm going to quest away, but first I'm going to put two more resources with the Steward of Gondor off of Eowyn. Because I can. And let's during the questing phase, play the Sneak Attack, and it allows me to play a card uh from my hand, and at the end of the phase of the Ally in Play, put it back to the hand. So Gandalf will come out. I can either draw three cards, deal four damage to an enemy, or reduce my threat by five. I think I will draw the cards. One, two, three. I got a forest snare, Lore of Emigralis, and, and Will of the West. Okay. So let's quest away. Let's bring it on home. Bring it on home. Bring it on home. Eowyn will go. And then I will ready Eowyn with the Unexpected Courage. we will just do that right now. So right now it's four. Eowyn, or Theodred, I'll do the same thing. He'll be ready. And he'll be sitting at five. And he'll get a resource as well. I am going to then send the Guard of the Citadel for six. I'm going to pitch a card. It's going to be the Lord of Imodralis. And that's for seven. So right now I'm looking at seven to three. And I'm gonna tap Gandalf. That's eleven to three. Here we go. Eleven to three. That's good. Pitch card. It is the East Blight for one. Uh so right now I have four, five, six, ten. Pitch the card eleven. Eleven to four is seven. That is more than enough. Overkill there. Okay, so after this stage is defeated, which it is, the first player chooses a player, Dad be me. That player must pass an escape test dealing one card from the encounter deck for each resource token on Golem. Okay, So river song. let's look at the top card and see what I need to get. It is an escape value of two. So there we go. I'll uh, we'll just tap A o n and then flip over my escape test. right now it's four to zero, flip over the card, four to two. I have successfully won. Woo! I like this. I think this would be even be better if you had more players. Quite honestly. As long as you keep Golem in check and not having a bunch of resources out is good. And it only happened once, and it was right out the gate. Uh, but, yeah, it went really, really well. Uh, considering I didn't draw like any of my northern trackers. But really, the MVP was this one, was the Unexpected Courages. I was ready to ready Eowyn and then do everything all over again, which is awesome. And then the secondary bit was River Song. River Song allows me to look at the the encounter deck, which is just awesome. So, yeah, this is fun. But I think it's even better with more players because you're just going to have everyone, you know, committing cards to, you know, escape tests. So, and it can be a lot more crazier with more progress tokens. But I kind of held this in check, and it might be because I'm also playing on easy mode. So, it worked out well. Worked out really well. Dead Marches is pretty cool. I, I kind of like the. I kind of dig that escape mechanic. Worked really well. So, that would be it for the Escape Marches. I am going to wrap up with the Shadows of Mirkwood adventure pack campaign with Return to Mirkwood. Again, this is going to be all Alien foreign me. Because I don't think I've ever played it. So, this should be quite fun. Well, if you like what you hear, you can get a hold of me. Uh, my name is Tim, and you can reach me at Arkhamskids at gmail.com. So, till then, guys, yeah, check it, check this out. I mean, it, it, I mean, I still love playing this game. It's very, very puzzly for what it is. I Just just take a look at it. I mean, it, it, it's a disservice not to. You get this thing, and you, I'm sure you can probably get, like, at least a core set on cheap. Go get it. I mean, it's really fun. Alrighty, guys and gals. I'll chat with you later.